Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing the large logic segment number one. Are we lucking out on this storm? Or is it just delayed? Uh, the metro area is lucking out so far. Uh, the northern metro is going to get a little more, but it's still going to—it's still going to be here. It's just not going to be eight inches of snow in the metro. Well, it might. It just not—it didn't start yet. Uh, correct. It goes through six o'clock tomorrow morning. Right. It's going to continue on, but it looks like three to five inches overnight, and then more accumulation tomorrow. It's thirty-six degrees, and uh, the way the forecasters were uh, gabbing. I, I was reasonably confident that you'd be giving me a ride home, but it doesn't look like it. Uh, no, I think you're going to be able to make it home. As long as you get right, you know what, today, for the, one of the first times ever, why don't you get out of here right at 4, try to make that light, yeah. and I think you'll that have no help, problem getting it? home. Yeah, That would help. That's what I'm going to send you out right at 4. Uh, I hope John Height did this because I meant to and got uh, unavoidably detained. What's that? The Beach Boys are playing at the State Fair. This I saw year. that. Okay, but which which version? That's I meant to look that up. I did not see that part. I don't. I'm not and sure. No matter which version it is, it's it's. There's no Carl. There's no Brian. So, you know who is it? Right. Is it the Mike Love State Fair Beach Boys? Are, are the Zetney good? Is that good enough to see? Mm, not not for me. Been there, done that? Yeah, not okay. for me. It's not. But uh, And they'll have a special guest, the Righteous Brothers. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Righteous Brothers are still um, relevant. Uh, it's August 27. Uh, but this news story does not tell me which uh, version of the Beach Boys. I think there's two, but I think one of them's not called the Beach Boys. They're called something else. Guys uh, that are on the beach. Beach uh, fellas or something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Wild won last night. Yeah. I watched that game. As opposed to watching a Red Carpet and the Oscars? No, and there'll be none of that talk here because I didn't watch it. I don't... Uh, <clears throat> I don't you didn't miss much. It was a I don't, uh, boring Oscar. I don't care for sure. it. I just don't... I just... As an industry, uh, as an industry, I've grown... Uh, uh, more and more uninterested in the fact that they're just extraordinary hypocrites, and I don't want anything to do with it. Gotcha. Plus, I only saw about two movies that I recognized the names of. What's The Shape of Water? Should I see that? Is it that good? Uh, Oh, well, if it wins, you really should see it to to 
judge. I saw Get Out. Uh, I enjoyed Get Out. It had a couple of twists to it that I wasn't didn't expect. I don't know Get Out. Uh, it was um, uh, the guy uh, Key and Peel. Those guys. It's that guy. I I forget what his first I, name I, is. I, 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 I don't know that. Okay, gotcha. Okay, you like it. the field is set for the hockey tournament. Uh, yes, I have two teams in the tournament. I don't know what to do. Uh, I got Matamidi in the tournament and the Hill Zephyrs. Murray in the tournament. The Zephyrs and the Pioneers. Yeah, could they possibly meet? I haven't. I'm going to pull up the. Brackets. No, aren't they in different divisions? Aren't they in different classes? Hill Murray's got to be in the big oh, class. Matamidi is yeah. Matamidi is in class A. Yeah, and Hill's got to be two A. <laughs> well, then you can root for both of them. And the St. Thomases are in it. Uh, they're playing a very tough Centennial team. St. Thomas and Hill could meet in a final. Uh, that would be a good final. That'd be a fun final. That'd be a really good. Is final. Is Reavers here today? Uh, he is. He just ran out to get something. He's got. He's parked here. He just has his. Um, he must be grabbing something. You know, there's another college that is releasing the gender neutral pronouns. They would intend uh, the student body to use. Yeah. This is Kennesaw. Uh, let me find it for you. Kennesaw State University in Georgia. And, uh, and I've made a decision, not that it's ever going to really come up, but I'm not using any of these words they make up. I, I, I'm offended by it. It's, it's, a, it's a dereliction of the language duty. I'm not going to—I don't buy it. I'm not using them. I think you're saying you're offended by it, so you plan to offend. Well, if that's offensive that I'm not going to use it, that's too bad. It offends me. I'm not going to call somebody Z or XE or SIE or HIR. Right. If and I don't consider he and she outdated. So I'm not using these phony language. I'm not using these phony words. Right. I, I'm not going to do agree. it. If somebody's name is Zach, if you see Zach Parisi, yeah. you might say, hey, Z, how you doing? That'd be different. Right. Because you're just shortening up that nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you fail to use knee, N-E, or other preferred gender-neutral pronouns, the pamphlet put out by the school says most people would appreciate a quick apology and correction. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Pamphlet? No. no. A pamphlet? I'm How much did that cost? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Uh, it even offers an example of how you might phrase your apology. Her books are, I'm sorry, her books are over there. Her is H-E-R, but that's wrong. You have to say her is H-I-R. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. That's no. spelled wrong. I'm not no. doing that. I don't have that much. I don't have that time. I don't, I'm not doing it, Matt. Her. I'm not doing it. Is that with an E or an I? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the e. pamphlet also offers tips uh, for readers who may want to straighten out guilty parties in the gender-neutral pronoun struggle. Uh, some people may not want a lot of public attention to their pronouns, while others will appreciate you standing up for them, the pamphlet said. If someone uses the wrong pronoun for a person who isn't present, try a brief correction. I think Sam uses she and her pronouns. And yes, I'm going to her house later, too. Uh, no, uh, uh, I, I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not using it. I'm well, not using it. What is the reason for that? I, I wonder why changing there that is no e reason to an for it. I. It's, the only reason for it is to draw attention to yourself. It's made up. It's, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <sighs> So I got that out of the way. I, I don't think it deserves a, lar- a long uh, segment on the show. But I, I just want it on the record that uh, if I'm ever on a college campus and I'm placed into the gender uh, pronoun uh, mm-hmm. debate, I, I'm not I'm not engaged. Gotcha. I, uh, there's, I'll use he and she spelled conventionally. I'm Otherwise, making... they're all foghornable words.
making a note of that. Please. This is March 5th, 2018. I had to go to uh, Chicago over the weekend. Okay. They well, have zero <clears throat> snow on the ground. Zero. Really? It was How have they avoided? But 47 degrees, no snow. And uh, I listened to a book on tape. Did you drive? The, the only way, and I didn't produce it. Uh, the the boss did. I would okay. not have uh, bought this. Fire and Fury, the uh, Trump book. Yep. Uh, listen to that on tape. Got through six chapters. I couldn't take it. It was boring. Uh, but it's disconcerting. Uh, it, what did you What did you find in your first? Well, six it, chapters? it it doesn't it doesn't uh, it didn't offer me anything I didn't already surmise. Okay. So that he is uh, completely. Uh, completely detached from uh, the knowledge of his power and and what have you, and and I kept waiting for something. I kept waiting, and and I don't think the guy was terribly unfair. I, I think it was a pretty straightforward look at it. But I, I kept waiting uh, for some reason uh, to find uh, in the president some degree of warmth. And that's just not there. I haven't not. I have not seen that at all. It's just not there. I and I'm I'm always hoping, but and you've seen it with every president prior to that, uh, in in some way, shape, or form. The premise of Fire and Fury, uh, the author's name is escaping me, and he's not my he's not my cup of tea. His writing style is is not my cup of tea. Uh, too many commas. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Wolf. Yeah, you. You know, I got your Michael Wolf right, right here. Yeah. But uh, uh, where was I going? Uh, warmth of the president. Uh, oh, the premise, uh, I gathered, uh, what motivated him uh, to get this done. And nobody kicked him out of the White House. They could have. They, Trump was flattered that the guy was hanging around. Mm-hmm. But the premise was that, that, that uh, Trump uh, absolutely, absolutely was going to lose. And so the the fire and fury, I think, is a reference to what they had to suddenly uh, assemble because of the improbable victory, and mm-hmm. and uh, they they had all their lives were set up for a loss. So and so was going to be go to CNN, and so and so was going to end up with the newspaper column, and so and so was going to work for this, and Trump was going to end up with more reality TV or his own network, and. And so and so was going to do this, and all of a sudden they win. They don't know what the hell to do. Right. But to Trump's credit, to Trump's credit, the minute he won, he felt that he deserved to. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting. Oh. It's it's interesting. And then what turned you off to it? Just it... the writing style, not the material. I just I, I'm not. I, uh, it's hard to describe. <clears throat> He's a chipmunk. I, those writers used to be called chipmunks. It was just, uh, it's it's too gossipy. Okay. You know, it's just. Uh, got so, it. So you got to take it. By, if I, But if half was true, uh, I still didn't learn anything. I didn't, most of us haven't already figured. Got it. You know, he likes to wander. He, he likes to want, he goes to bed at 630, puts on three television sets. He's the first, uh, he's, a, he's post written word. He's all television. That's where he gets his information. He doesn't. Uh, he is quite literally uh, not known to read uh, anything. Wow! Anything. Got to read something. I'm sure he didn't read Fire and Fury, which for which I wouldn't blame him. Well, <laughs> and as I said, I wouldn't buy it, but it happened to be in the car, so I thought, oh, what the hell? Give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah.
end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchelet. I have a terrible admission to make. Uh-oh, terrible admission time. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to, but I thought, you know what? Uh, in the interest of giving listeners the, the full picture, yeah. uh, maybe honesty is the best policy. Oh, now you're scaring me. Well, it's a terrible thing, I have to admit. I, I have failed. You watched the red carpet. No, no, no. Wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, so I met this kid I used to have at his house yes. over the weekend. Okay. And... He had he had gotten a scooter last summer that I had not previously seen. Mm. So we're out there kicking tires on this scooter. He got a two-stroke scooter. He uses it to commute to the rail station. Yeah. And then, for some reason, uh, that led to a conversation about his snowblower. And then that led to him wondering whether he should uh, decommission the snowblower for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a drop of snow on the ground there. And I said, well... You know perfectly well if you if you do that it'll snow again. Right, it's going to get a whole bunch. And then it turns out that that he's one of these people, and this is this is my failure. He's one of these people that prepares his snowmobile for some snowblower for summer by starting it, let it letting it run out of gas. I said, wait a minute, you mean to tell me yeah. if you got three quarters of a tank of gas in this thing, you start it and let it run, that has to take five hours, three hours, two hours. He goes, yeah, that's how I do it. What? I said, are you out of your mind? Uh, A, I didn't even look. Because this conversation came up after we had left the presence of the snowblower. Okay. And I wasn't going back to see it. Right, right. And so I I don't know. I said, can you shut off the fuel and then start it? And you'll run it for 30 seconds, and that'll run the carburetor. That's what I do. Right. And... and, uh, I can't remember what the answer to that was. No, we just I just run it till it stops. And I thought and it's just sitting on for, like you said. That for... puts you in league with and then I mentioned some people that that he would know mm-hmm. who are who would do such a thing. And, and uh that that, distur- that, that caused him? him to become a little sheepish. <laughs> and I said, "Well, just dump it in the alley." Yeah. It's you're not going to pollute much. the world. Right. It's, it's not, not that, that much. much. Just dump it out. No, oh, I don't want to do that. That's some of the oil. Cons- oh. I said, well, here's what you got to do then. Go to the hardware store and buy a $3 pump. Siphon. And pump the damn gas out of the tank and then into a gas can. And add some stable to the gas can so you can use that gas in the gas can next winter. And then when you got the tank thoroughly pumped out, siphoned out, right. then start it. It'll run for 30 seconds and you're done. Boom. I feel terrible. Uh, I wasn't going to admit that. This is your own flesh and blood. May, may I ask a question? Yeah. Because this individual mm-hmm. knows you very, very well, mm-hmm. do you think this story was given knowing how much this would bother you? In no. other words, was this individual having a laugh at your expense? No, I was laugh? hoping for that. But oh, okay. uh, his other members of his family chimed in and said, yeah, we hate it when he does that. It runs all afternoon. it runs forever. Yeah, yeah, it drives him crazy. And I thought, you, you, this can't be true. I just, I just, I, well, I had him reduced this to is a your... complete humiliation. And this... this person has been familiar with Garage Logic. Since Garage Logic existed, I got the stickers on the car. I said, I almost said you have to take those off. No, those got to go. You can't. This is terrible. 
Rookie's not this stupid. I'm not right. <laughs> that, that sh- you should have followed it up with that. Right. Hey, even Dummy doesn't do that. He used to, but he doesn't anymore. I gotta, I gotta. Remember uh, how dumb I used to yes. be? I gotta in- make now. another inquiry to see if there isn't a fuel. I think you, yeah, you do. This is not. Uh, it's consumed you. Oh, it's just, it, <laughs> it just terrified me. I, I just, I. Well, I, for the what right. signals did I miss? What happened? What, what was I not present? And the family, you know, the poor family. Uh, they listening leave to when that. this yeah, happens. They go shopping and or go somewhere. What do you think somewhere. the neighbors must think? Oh, that idiot's running a snowblower drive. He's, a, he's 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 snow. He's throwing the uh, dry, the uh, sidewalk that doesn't have an ounce of snow on it. Oh man, I tell you what. Uh, so I hope he follows up with the pump deal. If he doesn't have a fuel shut off, he's got to get a little hand pump. And he's just... got to have a fuel shut off. Uh, Don't they all? I'm trying to picture mine. Uh, I do on the Honda you gave me. I can't. Uh, I can't picture it right now. But that's not the way I do it. I I, I settle it with uh, with garage logicianship. Yes, like you're supposed to. Yeah, that's just terrible. <laughs> What's that, Tom? Tom? Uh, uh, Pam. Pam, I'm sorry. Pam? Oh, it's Pam. Pam? See, I'm cracking up listening to the story because we have a lake neighbor that in the fall first comes out the four-wheeler. He starts it up and lets it completely run out of gas. Why? Then he, pu- then he pulls out the riding lawnmower, runs it out of gas. Then he pulls out the pressure washer, does that. Then he pulls out his lawnmower and does it. And it's like, I'm just cracking up listening to this because for hours on a beautiful fall afternoon, this guy, that's all you hear is motors running till they're completely out of gas. Well, hey. He's as dumb as this kid I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it, but it's like. I'm just laughing hysterically over this because it's like every fall it's the same thing. You got to wander over there and say, "Hey, pal, just turn your fuel off and then start it." Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do something because it's like every fall it's the same thing, but it's like one piece of equipment after the other, and it sits out there till it runs out of gas. Well, that can take hours sometimes. <laughs> it does. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Who's line two? Rich? Yeah, Joe, you got you to talk to this kid. Think of the wear and tear that he's putting on that machine. Oh, it's terrible. Letting it run for three hours. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's humiliating. It's humiliating. You know, my, my old man does the same thing. He's done it for 20 years. Every year he runs that full tank out. We got roller tillers and snowblowers and all that wonderful stuff. And I told him, well, you know, it's a $2 cap. You drain the tank, yep. or you pull a hose off there, drain it into a container, and reuse it next year. No, doesn't want to do it that way. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, it's yeah. yeah it's it's. Uh, I feel terrible. And they're out there. You know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? And I I feel I have to now. I'll follow up on this to make sure uh, that he doesn't run it dry. Yeah, sh- I think I'll, you should. I'll I, follow up. I would on like this. to. Re- I would like to report to see is John if you're ready. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't supposed to sound. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. It's cloudy and 36 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. The Wild. John, this is our custom. Uh Sure. Rads, real quickly, please. All right, Joe. Get two lengths of clear plastic tubing from the hardware store. Yep. You cut one at one foot long, and you cut the other one 
adequately long to reach a container next to the lawnmower that's sitting on the ground. Right. You, you tape these two pieces of tubing together, insert the, the matched ends now down into the tank. Yep. Lowest spot. Put a piece of uh, wrap around the opening, you yep. know, like clear wrap. Yep. Blow into the short tube. Yep. The long tube will now start siphoning. You do not need a pump. All right. Very good. Thank uh, rats. you. Yes, sir. Do you, uh, with the tube, is it peach prune or alfalfa? <laughs> Goodbye, rats. Yeah. You always want to see what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, All right, here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. Wild with a win last night over Detroit. <laughs> Final 4-1. to one. Wild will play Carolina at the Excel Energy yeah. Center tomorrow evening. Yeah. We are just talking off the air how we're all about nine years old. Oh, my oh nine. I didn't even go yeah, younger yeah. than that. You call me Barry. Yeah, Barry. what's up, yeah. Barry? How you, you doing, Barry? I do, Barry. <laughs> Twins playing the Phillies this afternoon. Phils are up uh, two to nothing after four. Kyle Gibson went three innings, gave up two hits, and one earned run for the Twins. I uh, watched a fair amount of the ball game yesterday just to soak in yeah, the atmosphere sure. of spring training. I think it's safe to say that the old Annabelle Sanchez uh, experiment should be wrapping up pretty soon. Yeah, Boy, he shouldn't even be pitching town yeah. baseball. Wolves off until Thursday. They'll play the Celtics at the Target Center that evening. you have a weather update in your newscast? Um, what would you like to know? Well, I mean, a week, this was going to be, you know, the grocery stores were flooded with people. It's the end of the world. Is it going to happen? Uh, Dave Dahl just sent up a new forecast. He's coming on, isn't he? Yes, yeah. so he'll, yeah. he'll let you know. Yeah. So we still could get a bunch of snow, it All looks right. like, from Dave's forecast. So. All right. Uh, news notes from today. One travel note. Speaking of the weather, officials with the North Star Link say the commuter bus from Big Lake to St. Cloud is shutting down this afternoon due to the anticipated winter storm. Officials say Route 887 will only meet the first North Star commuter rail train at 449 in Big Lake. No southbound service will be provided. Uh, the move made as much of central Minnesota under a winter storm warning. Uh, they're still calling. Uh, Dave will probably tell you this for 6 to 10 inches of snow. Expected to make travel difficult and dangerous. Ramsey County Attorney's Office has announced charges have been filed against Christopher Lloyd Stowe, the man in whose home the county sheriff's department said it seized a cache of guns, ammunition, and possible explosive devices on Friday. This was a little aggressive, in my opinion. I missed this story because I wasn't here. <clears throat> Stowe's what, but start over, Jan. Ramsey County Attorney's Office has now charged Christopher Lloyd Stowe, the man in whose home the county sheriff's department said it seized a cache of guns, ammunition, and possible explosive devices on Friday. Still has been charged with two felony counts of unlawful possession of a machine gun slash short-barreled gun and one count of negligent storage of a firearm in the presence of a child. That's a gross misdemeanor. Stowe's wife, Lisa, and their 13-year-old son were also arrested following the search of their home the 4200 block of DeSoto Street in Vadis Heights on Friday. The raid Friday was prompted by Jessica Pig, whose child is a classmate of the 13-year-old at the Academy for Sciences and Agriculture. Pig said her student threatened to shoot, uh, the student, excuse me, Pig said the student threatened to shoot up the school and her son. She said her son texted her about the threats Wednesday, asked if he could stay home from school. She said she called the school to talk about the issue. She claims an administrator downplayed it and referred to it as a conversation that got out of hand. Today's release said the 13-year-old also has been charged now with threats of violence. His first appearance in Ramsey County Juvenile Court scheduled for this afternoon. Now, from what I understand and from what I read, the school uh, did take whatever steps they were to take with this. And I think this kid may have had a little... I don't know if it was autistic or, yes, or what. Because Grandpa autism. was on the record, yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. And then this uh, other parent went on to call the police to say there's going to be a school shooting 
they went to the house, and that's why they seized the guns. And you, so, you're troubled by that? I'm troubled that she went uh, after it was already handled by the uh, the principal or yeah. the school, that she went on to call the police and that the Ramsey County Sheriff was so aggressive, instead of citing, confiscated all the guns there. Mm-hmm. Did uh, you, that uh, was a little aggressive. Did I you think. hear Grandpa's comments, though? I, uh, I'm trying to think, recall what I read in the paper. Did you, Johnny? Uh, I read the story, but I don't recall. Grandpa's not helping the situation, <laughs> basically. Oh, he's a little more uh, aggressive? Well, or... he says that basically, this was, uh, I think <clears throat> I was watching the Fox 9 account, but everybody had yeah. this. Yep. Last night at the 9 o'clock news, <clears throat> and basically Grandpa said, if this goes away, we'll just all walk away with a black guy, you know, to, so to speak. But then he said, if this continues to go on, there will be hell to pay. And he didn't make the situation well, any better. Right. And I think they already That's have the an last attorney. thing you should be doing on the record when you're in a situation like this. It's 2018, Grandpa. That's yeah. true, but I'm sure he's frustrated because the Ramsey County Sheriff, instead of citing them and saying, we'll work this out. But you can't blame a parent everything. for taking these steps, given the current climate our country's in. I don't know if I would call the cops. Really? If the school I'd, already I'd handled have to, it? I'd have to bring myself up to speed. If the school the had handled it already? I don't know. I, I guess I don't blame a parent for being extraly cautious, given the state. Extraly? Is that a word? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think I'm it's flustered. A, I got my wrong headphones. So far, the, what I've taken from this is that we have a school called what? The uh, Adva- Academy for Science and Agriculture. Are you kidding me? They have a team? They have a football a team? Farm. They're farmers, future farmers. It's like that school I was advertising. Remember that? The uh, non-destructive testing. Yeah, we remember that. We should that, run that ad. So that school for, ad school for something in agriculture? Do you Academy watch, for Sciences and Agriculture. Do you guys watch when they do the school closings? They have the little crawl at the bottom. Oh, yeah, I, love that. I always love, like, where's that school? You know, that's another That's another sign uh, of the uh, degradation of culture. What do you got? Uh, the schools, the names of schools should be known to most people. Uh, you know, I go to Wilson High School. Okay, I know, I know that it's on Fifth. And, but the, they're dreaming up this BS science and agriculture. What we're going to have a lot of farmers in Vadness Heights. What's the one downtown St. Paul Creative Arts oh, Academy God, oh, or something like that? Yeah, there's one I saw that was two hours late today. It was Love Hope United. Oh, yeah. E as in B, no, S as in S. For H I R. No, not for me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Got it. Uh, the state fair, as you talked about, Joe, it's approaching rapidly. Which it version really... of the Beach Boys do we get? Uh, the Beach Boys that we will get, the names you would know, uh, yeah. Mike Love, yeah, uh, longtime member Bruce Johnston, yep, and the drummer you might know from a different band is John Cowsell, who was one of the original Cowsells when, oh, when he was about 15. Right. So uh, those are the, there's six or seven members. That's those passable, are the, right? Those are the three you'd recognize. Well, what does, uh, you said Mike Love? Yes, correct. Uh doesn't Al Jardine take out another version of him? Al has a version, I believe, yes, that he takes Called the Surfers out. or something? Or... Yeah, and he's also, Jardine is also doing uh, a solo thing. No, right? I'm aware of that, yeah. but, so this is the old State Fair, uh, Daddy Took the T-Bird Away uh, yeah. State Fair sure. run. All right. exactly. And then uh, the opening act is The Righteous Brother. Right. Well, that's true because... Was there, aren't there two of them anymore? Well, one of them, Bobby Hatfield, the fellow who had that great high voice. Yeah. 
Uh, he died in 2003. Well, it would be oh, tough no. to call him the Righteous Brothers. Right. Well, except it's... we got to go clam. And you're going to have an open ad call, The Righteous Brother. <laughs> or it could be like, The Righteous Brother. <laughs> the Righteous Brothers and now Bill Medley, who's got that great deep right, voice. Always right. had a great deep voice. And uh, he uh, hired another fella after Hatfield died by the name of Bucky Hurd, who oh. was a a entertainer. Uh, What's your name, son? Point. Bucky Hurd. And he, uh, he is now the higher voice. I'm sure I would guess it would be a fine act. I, I'm guessing Bill Medley wouldn't hire some What night, Johnny, do we know? To sing along with him. August 27th. August 27th. And tickets go on sale uh, this you Friday. Where, you see where this George H.W. Bush, uh, younger, do do? youngest, maybe youngest brother died? No. Bucky Bush. Oh, I did see that. Yes, yeah, I'm Bucky. sorry. Yeah. Bucky. Yeah. He had teeth like a horse. <laughs> Would it have been could, your, uh, uh, I remember as what a would kid, that be, sir, your uncle? Yeah, but I remember as a kid, he could, he could eat an, he could eat an apple through a pick of, <laughs> <laughs> he had those, uh, those choppers, you put an apple out there, yeah. he could eat it right through a picket fence. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's how we got the news. You know, rest in peace, Buck. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. That's your Bucky. uncle, I think. <laughs> yes, Uncle Buck. Oh, I'm sorry I'm not supposed to say that. Whoops. That was innocent. Uncle, Very innocent. Uncle Buck. He inspired uncle a Bucky. movie. Yeah, he inspired a movie about a uncle that stayed at a house <laughs> with a older daughter that shot. She was very uh, uh, independent. Okay. She wanted to be independent together, uh-huh. which what? is a line from I... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> oh. Herbie says to Rudolph, let's be uh, independent together. That's before they lay on the Yukon Cornelius. Okay. Thank he you, sir. Digging for Thank gold. You. Thank you. What goes on to lick the, the pick. Oh. Lick the pickaxe. <laughs> All right. Yes, what? sir. Boy, your mind wanders, doesn't yeah, it, sir? Yeah, it goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for TCL? Yeah. Okay. Dave Dahl's very important forecast in Garage Logic brought to you by Metafast. It won't bother me if this misses us. No, it's not going to miss us, Joe. It won't bother me if it doesn't start till about 5. Well, it's going to start about 3.30 for us here in the central part of the Twin Cities. Oh. It's going to start in the south metro probably around 3. Uh, it's moving steadily northward from the southern part of the state, and it's got some lightning and thunder in it. Uh, thunder snow is very good possibility here in the Twin Cities sometime after about 5 or 6 p.m. tonight. And it's going to come down in a hurry, so it's going to be a really big mess for uh, the afternoon commute, I think. We're going to end up by tomorrow morning with 4 to 8 inches of snow in most sections around eastern Minnesota, western Wisconsin. Central part of the state may get as much as about 8 to 10 inches up there around Lake Mille Lacs and from there uh, toward the Brainerd Lakes area. Um, it's going to taper off after about 6 a.m. tomorrow morning to just some light snow. I think we could pick up another inch, though. So 48 overnight tonight and then another inch during the day tomorrow. Windy and colder, though. Uh, tomorrow's high temperature only around 32 with north winds at around 10 to 20. And then as we look toward uh, the rest of the week, we're looking at upper 20s and low 30s for highs most of the rest of the week. Pretty quiet until we get to Saturday night. We have a chance some light snow developing then as well. And uh, temperatures rising into the mid to upper 30s for the weekend and early next week. Again, today, Joe, that snow arriving through the central part of the Twin Cities around 3.30 to 4. And continuing heavy at times all the way through the night into about 3 or 4 in the morning and then tapering off after that. But um, total snow, 4 to 8. And our temp right now at 35, we should be dropping 
into the lower 30s as soon as this snow hits us. Does this uh, qualify as the state high school hockey tournament blizzard? They all do. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> guess they do. You know, it's that time of the year when yeah. we get it, it, it. The tournaments now last, what, about five weeks? I think it, well, the tournament season, yeah. The yeah. hockey tournament's what, Wednesday through Saturday? Yeah, so this this would be probably, you know, qualifying as that, even though it's happening a little bit early. All right, thank you. Yep. I have a couple of items from the salon today, rulings from the salon. Okay. Uh, including uh, in New York where uh, the mayor, de Blasio, I can't believe New York hasn't gotten around to this because they have a big salon there. they got to ban the plastic bags in the city. I thought they had already done that. I would have thought they would have been at the forefront. Yeah. We need to ban plastic bags. The time for debate on this is over. They're bad. They're bad for the economy. They're bad for New York. That And the mayor tweeted that. Ah, came down from the sun. really making a stance, huh? The state is behind the curve here. It's time to put our planet first. Okay. Uh, the mayor last year said he was very open to ban the single-use bags, but went further with his full-throated endorsement. Yesterday, the city council previously passed a de Blasio, and, and, and de Blasio signed a law to put a five-cent fee on plastic and paper disposable bags in an effort to motivate shoppers to bring their own bags mm. because we're we're poor. We're a third world country and you should just trudge around with your own carpet bag. Right, that's full of bacteria. Yeah. Uh, Governor Cuomo and the state legislature blocked the city from imposing the fee. Cuomo formed a task force to come up with a statewide solution to plastic bag problems, but the task force, while outlining options ranging from better enforcement of current laws to an outright ban, did not make a specific recommendation. Mm. So all problems in New York have been solved, including uh, serial subway uh, assaulters. <sighs> Two state lawmakers from Manhattan, Senators Liz Kruger and Brad Hoyleman, last month proposed legislation that would ban plastic bags statewide. A de Blasio spokesman said the mayor would be open to either banning the bags through a city legislation uh, or a statewide ban. But they want to get rid of those bags because that's hurting the planet. But isn't it always funny? They don't want them. But if you want to pay, you can use them. I got if you a, pay us a fee, you can use those bags. I got an environmental statistic. All right. But as soon as I get there. I think I got it for you. I got it. Oh. Here's today's environmental statistic. Well, it's an ass statistic. New Yorkers use 9.37 billion disposable bags each year, costing the city 12.5 million to haul 91,000 tons of bags to landfills. Those are ass statistics. Mm. Nobody has totaled the number of plastic bags used, although I believe they could come up with 12.5 million to move the bags. Do you uh, believe right. that? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Cities around the U.S., the state of California, of course, and several countries have banned plastic bags because they... Uh, uh, what do GLers do with plastic bags? Uh, recycle them, uh, but instinctively. Save them... I use them as little uh, wastebasket liners. Right, yeah. Save them to... I suppose they still ultimately go to a landfill. Well, but you've already recycled them once. Mm -hmm. How many times do you need to recycle them? Uh, before their, what? I don't know. I don't know what their end result would be. I, I'm pro the idea that uh, the ocean should be free of plastic debris. Yeah. I, I'm pro that idea. That's a good stance. I, yeah. I, I, 
I don't think I'm out on a limb there. I, I guess. I guess. Why did they? Why did they start? Why did they start making plastic bags? Because paper. We didn't want to use paper. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know when they um, uh, first came on the scene. But you're right. What? That's just a plenary indulgence. Uh, you pay me five cents, and you can use a plastic bag. Well, how's that work? If you really want to get rid of the bags, what are you imposing a fee for? Right. Get rid of the bags. Right. Hey, you know, hey, just pay me and you can use it. I recycle paper bags. I don't want to go into it, but you happen to know that I'm a very accomplished recycler. Uh, in its uh, infancy. Or Always it, have been. The, you bought into it a long time ago. Yep. I, I think it makes sense to recycle. I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not bothered by well, that we at all. we save all our paper bags, too, to, you know, you put them in the, use them in the recycling or. Yeah. It's, it's, by instinct, instinctively, GLers are uh, environmentalists. Conser- oh, they're conservationists. Conservationists, yes. You know, you know these blue bins we were saddled with in St. Paul that yeah. have the radar technology to spy on you? Yeah. Uh, I think the idea was that people just dump their stuff in those bins. I, I don't. I still place bags of recycling material in my bin because the aesthetic of dumping stuff in there bothers me. Yeah, you're taking that a little too, uh, I think, maybe a little too um, too far. You no, know, if I have a big double grocery bag bag of paper, that's what I put in the bin. I just don't walk out there with an armload of paper and drop it in the bin. <laughs> you can. I have an aesthetic problem with right, that. Right, I know. You know, that's that's one of those deals where we'll work on you. All right. We'll work on yeah. you. Okay. Now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. A sheriff in Dodge County, Wisconsin, has written a letter that's gone viral. Mm. It's his uh, take on what is the root cause behind the tragedy of the Parkland, Florida school shooting. And boy, does this guy get it. Hmm. He just really, really gets it. His name is Dale Schmidt, and I've got his letter, and I'll read you portions of it. Okay. He knows what the problem is, just like GLers know what the problem is. Uh, The problem, unfortunately, is not guns. That'd be simple. Right. Uh, And this fellow, Dale Schmidt, uh, well, you stay tuned. You'll hear what he has to say. 1500 ESPN is... KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 36, and uh, the storm hasn't hit yet. 